Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7, and this is The Blueprint. I've spent my life helping Olympic gold medalists, NFL, and NCAA athletes be the best at their craft. Now I'm taking that experience and translating it into your life. This podcast is for busy professionals and household CEOs who care deeply about their family, career, and their health. There's an ocean of content to wade through, but I do the heavy lifting for you into still cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by Tara Youngblood. She's the co-founder and CEO of Chili Sleep, a company that creates award-winning technologies and apps that are changing the way the world sleeps. In this episode, we discuss why environmental temperature regulation isn't as effective as direct skin cooling for optimizing sleep quality. In addition, Tara discusses how Chili Sleep's cutting-edge technology uses machine learning to power real-time temperature changes to dramatically improve sleep quality. If you missed our first episode on how temperature is the switch the body relies upon for sleep, then go back and listen to that episode as it's packed with practical tips. But now it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Tara, I would love if you would take just a minute and talk about Chili Sleep and the products and the technology that you guys have created to not only help regulate temperature in the moment, but also I want you to talk about some of the things you guys are innovating on and bringing to the market because you, your team are really kind of like, I would call you the founding fathers of temperature regulation. And so I'm really excited for you to break this down, but how'd you guys get started? Yeah. So it goes way back, back to uh, sort of that founding fathers. It feels like that sometimes. Um, And and so in 2007, 2008, when we were first uh, looking at iterating, Todd and I have been in our entrepreneurial journey now for 22, 23 years. Um, And so we're bringing other products to market. Um, At the time we came up with this you know, microclimate control in cars. So drivers and passengers having different temperatures. And we're like, wow, we would really like that for sleep. Um, Todd, as I mentioned, would sleep on a slab of ice if he could, um, you know, hot, sweaty on all those not great things. And I, on the other hand, I would put berms because he traveled a lot. So my temperature wasn't as wonky as his, um, but he'd come home and it was like sleeping with a furnace. So I put pillows and all sorts of things to try to separate it and try to manage his temperature load. And, and that's the problem with two people in bed, right? So back to the driver and passenger, I want my own remote. I want my own temperature. I want to be able to navigate this. And so that's really where it started was about just sort of comfort and being able to manage your own temperature in your own half of your bed and keep sleep working for you. And it sort of turned out as I I talked about science in another sort of segment, but science of temperature was pretty magical. And it wasn't until we started really playing around with it and certainly some of the patents in it. When we talk about sleep tracking in a minute, um, Todd, I did hook him up to a hypothermia machine and played with how cold I could get him at night, um, which is why we kind of played around with how cold did it get? It got pretty cold, pre-shivering thermogenesis kind of thing. So (laughs) good news is he's a good sleeper. Um, And our kids, uh, actually, I did a TED Talk um, a couple of years ago now. And I I did, we had a lifted, we lifted our bed onto blocks because there were so many different like tracking devices and things underneath there as I was iterating. So between Todd and my kids, um, I have tested as we were, and then we get to broader tests, but the first ones were sort of, and Todd could sleep through a thermo, the, the, the compressor 
power needed at that point to power uh, to get them that cold um, was pretty loud technology. Um, it's medical use. So they're, they're doing it for coma patients or when people are on an operating table. Um, so it, it was pretty extreme. So we've, we've done the full gamut, but that's, that's why we know thermal regulation pretty well. We've been playing around with it for a long time um, and all the different ranges of it. And that's really where our patents come from. Um, a lot of those different studies and, and looking at sleep from lots of different angles. So what does your technology do? It's very unique. And how can, you know, how does that impact our sleep? So you guys are pumping cool water, right? You're circulating. Is that my correct? Yeah. So it's, it's really, it's temperature regulated water because it can go up to 115 degrees and, and there'll be people like, oh, that's too hot. Um, but there are people with neurological disorders and um, different things that go on. MS has great temperature extremes. Cancer treatment has big temperature extremes. Um, and so if you've ever felt bone cold when you're not feeling well, that, then this is amazing for that from a warming perspective. Um, the cooling sense. part, we talk a lot about um, in terms of, you know, I want to be cooler, but once you, especially with our new Doc Pro, a lot of people forget that we talk about ambient temperature so much and we talk, think about the temperature of the room, um, but our bodies are 98 degrees. So anything that's cooler than 98 degrees is actually still cooling. Um, but for a lot of people, um, if they don't have a huge temperature profile, um, then they may only want it down to like 86 degrees. They're not going to drop that super low. And so that's where there's heating ish because it's, you know, sitting in an ambient room temperature. And so we may heat that water up to 86 degrees, but it's still cool for that person. And that's where that difference of having that underneath you is really significant. And we are human engines. We put off heat. We respond to the laws of thermodynamics, just like an engine. And just like there's Ferraris that are putting off big heats and you wouldn't ever run a Ferrari without some sort of radiator system or some way to cool it other than air blowing around it, our human bodies need to do that too. So Todd, Todd is more like a Ferrari. He's putting off heat like crazy. Um, and so needs lots of that regulation going underneath us in a pad that goes under the sheets. Um, and then some people may only need a little bit of enhancement. And then again, you're, you're mitigating the impact of the bed itself. Maybe you're impacting the, the cover on top, maybe use a weighted blanket that makes you a little bit hotter. It feels good from anxiety, but makes you hotter being able to mitigate that temperature. And so anything under 98 degrees, certainly on that first half of the night is all good. It's just about whoever you are, but that temperature is managed to that temperature and we can schedule it and have it run at different times. Like I warm up to fall asleep. And then once I fall asleep, it drops significantly in temperature, but then I would wake up freezing if that was the case, if it was like that all night. So I usually warm it up the second half of the night. And then actually, if you warm yourself awake back to that 115 degrees, um, it actually triggers sleep to turn off. You get a cortisol burst and it's actually a really great way to wake up. You won't be able to sleep through that alarm. Wow. So you can actually time, I could actually set an alarm for like 6 a.m. and then like 30 minutes before or whatever, it's going to start warming up. What, what do you guys provide these recommendations? Yeah, you just hit warm awake and just say, oh. I want warm awake and warm awake will wake you up again if you set a 6.15. Once you've trained your body to that, um, you won't need an alarm either, but it's a great way to warm up. Um, and certainly as you get older, it's even more so that way. It helps get all, all the joints and everything and get a pre little warm up before you even get out of bed. So if you've ever gotten out of bed after a workout and you're like, 
a little stiff this morning. Yeah. Uh, it can help <laughs> with some of those uh, incrementally too. That is so cool. So what are the differences in your different products you have? I know you talk about the Doc Pro. What is the Doc Pro? So that is our latest and greatest. It's on an IoT platform. Um, that one just is sort of the Mac Daddy from thermal regulation. So back to when I was testing with the hypothermia machine, in order to facilitate the amount of sleep change I want from sleep states, and we'll talk about that with the sleep tracker, I need to be able to have enough headroom. And so for some people, we'll max out the Uller. That's the next step down from a thermal regulation spot. So if you already are sleeping with that on low, then there's not enough headroom to drop another five degrees um, usually is enough to trigger a couple 0.1 or 0.2 degrees in core body temperature. And when you do that at the right time, I can get a little more deep sleep for you um, and, or a little more REM sleep if it's warming up at the other time. So just, just a five degree difference in temperature, but we needed more headroom. And so you've got 300 Watts of cooling when it comes to the doc pro. So it is, um, it is a fun challenge, kind of like, you know, the hot wing challenge. I don't think you need the hot wing that we uh, have a fun one of like, I don't think you can sleep all night on low. We haven't had anyone yet. Even we have a big bodybuilder dude. We tried it on. Um, you can't sleep it on low all night, but that's sort of the goal is to have that headroom. So we can always drop it lower to get you a little more sleep in the right time. High performance isn't just reserved for elite athletes or those with unlimited funds. In my free newsletter, Adaptation, I provide you with curated information and resources to improve your health, well-being, and performance. I cover topics like sleep, stress, exercise, nutrition, and mental performance. You can sign up today for this free newsletter at www.ericcorum.com. Now, back to the show. Wow. Okay, so you have the Doc Pro, and you can also set these up. Like, what if I'm sleeping with my wife in bed? I know you have systems that cover the entire bed and then half mm -hmm. the bed. Can she have a different temperature than yep. me? You can have a totally different temperature. You can even have different pads or different units. So, you know, I, I'm a big believer in the power of the individual being able to run their thing however they want. So even if you only want it for half the bed, you can have it for half the bed. Um, you can have it for the whole bed, all the same type of unit, or you can split between different units or different types of technology. Again, if your wife or sleeping partner doesn't want it, um, the Doc Pro, they don't need that much power or they don't want to have that system. There's the Uller system, which is the next step down, still programmable, still uses an app, um, kind of like a smart thermostat for your bed but it's not as powerful. It's about 140 Watts of power. So that's pretty significantly from a power perspective, step down. But again, for some people that's, that's just fine. Um, and then our base unit, we, uh, I lovingly call the one for my mom. So if you do not want an app, if you don't live in an app world, you don't want an app, you don't want any of that Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, don't need to think about it. If you just want to have like the old fashioned thermostat where you dial the temperature and you get your temperature and it's got a remote that you can put on the side of your bed, that is our base model. It's actually got very similar cooling to the Uller, but it's, it's pretty just, just simple cooling. So it just goes on your bed, does its job. It's, it's kind of a good workhorse, but it's not anything fancy when it comes to apps and connectivity, but we have found about 15 to 20% of our population loves the simplicity of it. They like the opening price point and it works just great for them too. Now I've, I've heard about some stuff that you guys are developing and coming out with this fall. You want to talk about like the new app and the whole thing that you guys are building? 
Yeah. So the doc pro is starting to use that new app and we designed our sleep spaces again so that you can split it between what one side of the bed is doing from the other side of the bed and, and have different schedules, different things all going on for, for both sides. Um, but when we're going to pair it to the, our sleep tracker, um, and if you've used the sleep tracker, I've, I've used, I think all of them over the years, although they keep popping up, too. So <laughs> there could be ones I haven't tried these days, but in general, you know, my biggest pet peeve and, and really the challenge for what we want to do with the sleep tracker is the sleep states themselves are not very accurate. Um, their HRV and their, you know, resting heart rates are are pretty accurate overall and their recovery scores are pretty solid depending on who you are the algorithms might be slightly different between whoop or or whatever you're using but there's still going to be about 40 to 60 percent accuracy um, and on deep sleep it's definitely more towards that 40 percent accuracy part and so when you go to try to use that data um, the other problem is it's look back data so in the morning if you've ever used one usually you can see the app spinning like i'm I'm calculating, I'm calculating. Sleep data is very heavy. There's a ton of it in order to get to those data points that look very simple, um, but they do all the calculations in the morning. And that's because the battery life of any wearable is gonna prohibit the constant cloud connection that's required to do real-time tracking. And so um, those calculations, like I said, are really big and they're bulky and they burn battery like crazy. So we are not a battery operated one. We're in the bed because we wanna be able to do it in real time. And what that does is it means in real time when you're asleep and unconscious rather than in the morning and you're like, man, I got a score of 62. First of all, is 62 good? I mean, I'm going to score out of a hundred person and I like to get A's. And yeah. if you're an A person and you get a 62, you're like, well, I just sucked. Whether it was good for you overall as a trend, whether it's like your age or whatever else is going on, you start with, but I don't know how I'm ever going to get an A. So first of all, a score out of hundred feels dumb. We don't do target heart rates that way. We don't do anything else like that uh, other than going to school and taking tests. And so as a sleep test, you fail. Most of us don't get straight A's on our sleep tests, no matter who we are. And that's always disappointing. So first of all, we don't have a score out of a hundred it's in cohorts and we're going to benchmark you to you. Um, but then we're also going to adjust in real time. So when it's hooked up to a doc pro, cause obviously you need the doc pro part. Um, but that real time means we can adjust for you while you're unconscious and we can make changes while you're asleep. So instead of waiting for that morning and even giving you tips and saying, Hey, tomorrow night, try to do this. We'll give you, we can give you those as well. But the more important part is while you're asleep, if we notice your temperature is increasing and we're seeing sleep states happen like deep sleep, I want to be able to get your brain waves to slow down even more. And I want to extend the amount of time that you're in deep sleep. So we kind of have different levels of brainwave activity that that's deep sleep, but it's not one number. There's a range and we want to be able to continually get that deeper and longer for those stretches. Um, and so that's really the power of, of temperature again, but in real time to be able to adjust that when we know you're in deep sleep or we know you're in REM sleep, we can target those for the right temperature to increase that. Um, the result is pretty phenomenal. Um, so when you talk about eight hours of sleep is one of my biggest pet peeves because eight hours is one number and there's a whole spectrum of us, first of all, and we can't always get eight hours. I have a puppy at the moment. 
And it's definitely not facilitating eight hours of sleep, but it's really important to still get great quality sleep. And Kelly Storette, who's on our medical board, will talk about sleep density um, for military or our athletes. They mainly only get six hours of sleep, but we still want them to get two hours of deep sleep, two hours of REM sleep. We want them to have a balanced sleep outcome. Um, and that can be harder to get the older you are, the bigger your temperature profile. If you have a disease state that you're dealing with, all of those make that harder hard, but no matter what that is, we're getting results for across the board. Um, we haven't tested it on 20 and under, um, but my kids will tell you, yes, it does improve your sleep outcomes. Do you have some data um, so far on like different cohorts you've tested this with? Yeah, we actually, there's a bunch of, there's one on menopausal women that's due. It's been peer reviewed. It's in we can't talk about it too much until it's published and part of those rules. Um, but like the results are pretty phenomenal. Again, uh, hot flashes, that's just the power of sleep, right? So hot flashes will diminish during the day as well as at night. If your temperature regulation, cause you're having less disruptions. So every time you're disrupted in your sleep, um, that can reduce your quality. So, you know, all of those different cohorts are showing that we have great results with drone pilots in the military, um, our professional athletes. Um, so, Lots of different sort of pretty widely different um, cohorts. We've got some tests with some female athletes going on right now. Um, so there's a pretty wide range of people um, trying this to see if they can get great sleep, no matter what else they're doing in their lives. Cause we, we kind of started out with what's wrong with sleep and why are so many people sleep deprived? It's really hard to give sleep all the respect, all the things it's supposed to get right. Um, and if you can get sleep, right, no matter what you're doing, um, that's pretty amazing. So even the doc pro being able to, with the app say, you know what? I was out drinking tonight. Oops. Um, I'd still like to get great sleep though. Um, so we'll just adjust you a little bit colder and we'll mitigate the metabolic change that the alcohol is putting into your system and really help you still get great sleep. But there was a lot of people just like, you know, pumping their fist in the air. Cause that's kind of like the number one thing you hear from people that track their sleep is like, Oh, this device showed me that when I drink alcohol that I don't sleep well. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you can mitigate against that, that would be phenomenal. I'm really interested to get my hands on this. Uh, like I told you before, uh, before we recorded the show, one of our colleagues, Chris Morris just got your doc pro. So I'm really excited to test it out. We are going to send out to our listeners that anybody that a subscriber to our high performance newsletter, we're going to send you a special discount code that you can use if you want to purchase or try one of the products. I'm really excited about how y'all are innovating in the space. What I appreciate is uh, the approach that you're taking. This isn't junk science. This is like really rooted in strong research. You're actually putting out papers. I believe you have a physics background, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So you're a scientist at heart and like you understand that. And that's funny that you were testing on your husband and you test with larger groups. You know, that's how this process works. It's not just something where you're putting something out there, hoping it works. You guys have tested it, put it through the paces and you guys have been in business for a while for a reason. And you have a phenomenal reputation. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show today. So thank you so much for being here. If you want to get that discount code, make sure you're signed up for the high performance newsletter. We'll put a link in the show notes so that you can get that. If you'd like to support the show, would you please consider leaving us a review and a comment in the Apple Podcast app? This is one of the best ways that you can help grow the show. In addition, would you please consider sharing this message with a friend? Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.
Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.